selling with authenticity. It's building that relationship. Learning about the value. Because you want to make that impact. It can make you happy. Elevate others around Welcome us. to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners, as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Hey, there goes the thumb again, Daryl. Are you hitching your way over here? Hey, man, I'm telling you what, we're actually, I think, not too far away from being able to see each other in person, oh. along with a lot of our friends at the Outbound Conference coming up here in just next month. Uh, well, it's going to be April when this releases, so about six weeks away in June. Uh, we'll be hanging out, and I can't wait for the Outbound Conference, Larry. Talk about the rock star, the rock show of sales, uh, inspiration, motivation. It's going to be so exciting. It, it's a, it's. I always say it's a sales rock show, sales improvement event, uh, prospecting event, productivity event, pipeline events, all wrapped into one with with flashing lights and loud music. <laughs> it's going to be a blast. Uh, we're going to be there. I know many of you will as well. If you haven't got your ticket, um, and by the way, you can show up live. You can also come virtually. Um, either way, go to outboundconference.com. Use the code HEART100, and you'll actually get $100 off your ticket. If you want to come live, I suggest uh, that you get online right away and get your ticket. And uh, if you're thinking about it, I say, just do it. It's going to be amazing. And I can't wait to be there. And Larry, we're going to have, uh, we're going to have so much fun in the middle of all of that. We'll be broadcasting live with the Selling from the Heart podcast from the show. It's going to be, it's going to be a blast. Uh, but as we get started today, hey, if you're new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, welcome. You've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine being authentic, adding real value. We call it Selling from the Heart. And as we get started today, Larry, I just want to give a huge shout out to our good friends over at BombBomb. What an amazing, amazing company, mission, team, all of it. Just so cool. Talk about two organizations that align so well with each other. Um, you know, the very first time I met Ethan and then read his book, you know, read the book that he co-authored with Steve Passanelli to re rehumanize your business. I go, we have to get to know each other. And then just the support, the community, it's just been brilliant, brilliant to say the least. So good. We've got a quick word from Ethan, and then we're going to introduce our guests. And you're absolutely <laughs> going to love today's episode. We've got a treat for you. Here's a quick word of encouragement from our friends at BombBomb. To sell from the heart is to rehumanize your business. Hi, my name is Ethan Butte, and along with my good friend Steve Passanelli, I co-authored Rehumanize Your Business. And when Larry and Daryl were kind enough to host me on the Selling from the Heart podcast to talk about Rehumanize, we were instantly connected. And it's because we have something very important in common, and I probably have it in common with you too, and that is a strong, strong preference for authenticity, 
honesty and sincerity throughout the sales process. Not just hitting the number, but hitting the number in the right way, in a way that we can be proud of and in a way that makes our customers want to come back again and come back for more and come back with a friend or a referral or a recommendation as well, right? We want to sell from the heart and something that can help you do that, something that can help you connect and communicate with people in a way that allows them to feel your sincerity is BombBomb. BombBomb allows you to reach out with videos instead of faceless digital communication. Simple webcam and smartphone videos in emails, in LinkedIn messages, in Slack messages, in text messages from Salesforce, from BombBomb, from Gmail, from our mobile app. So many different ways to do it and it's all available to you. Two weeks, no credit card information required, absolutely free at BombBomb.com slash heart. That's B-O-M-B, B-O-M-B, dot com slash heart. I know you'll enjoy it. And more importantly, I know that the people you reach out to will enjoy it as well. Try it free today. Awesome. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Give that a try. If you haven't done that right now, send your first video to me or Larry. Uh, but uh, you're going to be amazed at the reactions that you get. And, uh, you know, Ethan was talking about authentic communication. Well, I got to tell you, we have got some <laughs> authenticity in the house today. We are going to get ready. Put your seatbelts on. This is going to be a fun conversation. Larry, let's bring our friend Aaron into this and uh, let's dive in. Oh, uh, a, a quick backstory with Aaron is <laughs> you can uh, y'all can already tell, Everything's right? Everything's opposite. It's just driving me. I feel like I've got Virgo all, going on. Good, Aaron. So you meet, you know what? When you hang out on different platforms, you meet different people, right? Because different people communicate on different social platforms. So one day I'm just cruising through Instagram and uh, there pops up Aaron's name with somebody I'm following on Instagram and they're on an Instagram reel. And I, I started to watch and I watched and I watched some more and I go, all right. Aaron lines up with me pretty well. I love how she delivers her message around authenticity. Then I went out and stalked her for a little bit, literally. And then I asked her to connect on LinkedIn. We hopped on a conversation uh, that was probably supposed to be 30 minutes. It wound up being probably close to an hour. Kindred spirit. I said, you got to come on the Selling from the Heart podcast. And here we are. Aaron Hatsakostas goes back to a really close friend of mine when I was growing up. Had a Greek last name, so it just kind of rolled off the top of my mouth. Aaron, welcome to Selling from the Heart. Thanks so much. So, a couple quick things. First of all, the fact that you found me on Instagram is hilarious because I suck at Instagram. <laughs> um, because not to bash it, but it's sometimes tough to be fully authentic, right? Um, but I, but I, these reels came along, and at first I was like, oh shit, like why do I have to learn something new? <laughs> my first reel is literally me like not showered, looking into a camera, trying to figure them out. And then I realized, oh my God, my life is literally in my brain is literally 15 seconds of snarky thoughts at any given moment. And that's what reels are. So now I'm just, I just have fun. I have like barely anybody that follows me, but, and the second thing is so cool that BombBomb sponsors you guys. I sincerely, I love the service. I've been using it for probably a year and a half. I can give you a million examples of how it's helped me better connect with people, surprise people, as you mentioned, it's part of my principles. I, I just love the service. So, so cool. Great to be with you guys. Awesome. Oh, we're gonna have a great time. We will. But you know, the question that every guest on Selling from the Heart answers at the beginning, and I'm really curious your take, Aaron, on what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Yeah. So, you know, 
we'll talk a lot about authenticity, but that that's your gig. But I will, I, I will truly say that I always tell people like I never was in sales, but I was sold to all the time, uh, especially when I was a CEO of a, a fairly large company. I got sold to all the time. And, and sometimes that perspective, I think, is just as powerful as something that's been in, in sales for many years. Mm -hmm. And for me, the key is simply like every leader, every bu business person, decision maker only has so much shelf space, whether it's shelf space in the brain, funding, people to execute technology to really tackle what's most important to them, the top two or three things. And to me, the best people that sold really got in there and asked a lot of questions and tried to really understand what, what was I struggling with? What was the organization struggling with? And what was at the top of that list? And if you can do that, and obviously, sincerely, you have a solution that can resolve that, that's, to me, selling from the heart. Oh, it's so good. Hey, really quick before we dive dive into obviously, you know, we're all going to talk a lot about authenticity. I want to flip this around for just a second and ask Aaron, go back and put your CEO hat on for just a moment, and and I want just walk us through because I know you though you said you weren't in sales. I know you had to do with salespeople. I know you did. You probably had meetings and conversations and all that with salespeople. What would go through your mind? Because I'm a big believer perceptions reality. Mm. So walk us through what was going on in your head in the first couple minutes when you're oh, hearing man. salespeople and you're going, okay, I know this person doesn't get it. Disconnect. <laughs> I listen. Just, just walk us through some of the funny stories that, that went on in your head. Yeah. And, and how did you know that you really got a sales professional? And when did you really know that? Yeah, actually, the story that comes to mind is we had a fairly large RFP out for uh, a platform. We were looking for a technology partner and platform for part of our business. And we had it down to two vendors. We had a finalist meeting. And I remember sitting in the room, you know, classic like tables all organized around in a circle. <laughs> they brought in like 12 people. Um, you know, we probably had six or seven Um and I remember them kind of kicking it off and then turning it over to their brand new CEO. Now, this guy had been with the company for maybe three weeks. You know, he said that. And as soon as they said that, I thought in my head, oh, Jesus, here we go. Right. Like, you've been there three weeks. So you're going to pretend to, like, know anything, care about anything. Right. Like. And sure enough, he talked about kind of you know, what what she had to right? like his passion around and gave his his like one minute elevator pitch of, you know, coming from the mouth of the CEO, why they should win. And, you know, at first I, you know, I had sort of this snarky thought, like that's not, you know, for me, it's always an authenticity radar. Like it's like this radar that literally goes up and the filter that goes through and I'm constantly judging you. I'm going to be honest, be warned if you're truly authentic or not. Um, but the funny part about that story is that CEO, although I was kind of judgy, judgy, the meeting went on and on. And I started to see as we got into conversation that there was some true authenticity in him. And fast forward now, that was probably five years ago or so. Um, he is one of the probably the only CEO, peer CEOs that he was from a company that was in my same industry that I really became close with. We became very, very good friends. And I think the reason was because he, he ended up showing that he, he's an extremely authentic person. 
So, you know, all roads lead back to authenticity and, and authenticity for me, it's, you know, it's not about you. It's not a permission. It's about the connections that you can create like a speed pass with others um, because you've kind of shown part of yourself. I always say authenticity is exposing who you are when people least expect it. Um, and, and so for me, yeah, it was about that connection that I was always sort of trying to really see, you know, are they trying to truly understand what my needs are, connect with me? And at the end of the day, what does that lead to? It leads to trust. And then, you know, all of those things sort of lead to, okay, this is somebody I could at least take to the next round and the next round, then I, then, you know, then my people are going to take a look at, you know, is this a solution that actually stands up to what we need? Well, I just, that, that <laughs> phrase, and this, I, if sales professionals sure. listening in, this actually may haunt you, but it's, it's actually the opportunity when you said that I am constantly judging and looking like the radar yeah. is up and I'm constantly looking um, if just from the lens of a CEO, I know from lens personally, but from lens of a CEO, why is authenticity in a sales professional? Why was that so important to you? I mean, wouldn't it, you know, isn't the software enough and the value proposition, the ROI, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, why was that so important to you? I'm just think, curious. Yeah. I think it's two components. I think it's a trust, you know, that mm -hmm. to me, you have trust and the trust triangle is something that um, two Harvard professors sort of studied and put together and essentially said the three components of trust are um, include authenticity and then two other things that I am blanking on right now. But but at the end of the day, authenticity is at the top of that. So I think one is trust. Like, mm -hmm. and, and again, for me, authenticity, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it. There's a richer definition to what it is than being yourself. And, and I know that you believe this as well. You wouldn't build a whole brand on being yourself, right? Right. It's no more nuanced. And for me, you know, the some of the components that I define as authenticity are things like humility or being a little unexpected. And they're they're things that just when I know you're willing to, for example, open up about something I didn't expect you to open up about, um, show a flaw. Like I always say, you know, use your you know, your your super flaws is is something you can use uh, to superpower you. Um, when you do that, there is just this fast pass, this connection that happens so much faster. So I think that's first for me from a sales lens. Uh, it was really about the trust. Mm -hmm. The second thing, if I'm being honest, is just likability. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, I, I would tell my people all the time, and especially in, in so many worlds where differentiation amongst products is not always huge. Um, I like the people work with people that we like. Mm -hmm. right? If we're going to have to, like, you know, in that example I gave you, if, if shit's going to hit the fan, which it would, right? Like if we were going to start to work with him, am I going to want to give a call to the CEO? Am I going to trust him? And am I going to like him, right? Like, is mm -hmm. my day going to not be miserable by working with, with this company? And so I think, I think that was a piece of it as well. Boy, there's, you know, I would encourage everyone go grab a copy of you do you wish there's the books full of just nuggets upon nuggets. Mm -hmm. What, what actually, why I didn't put the, I read the book in one setting and I just couldn't put it down. It's because the one liners in there. And <laughs> I think there's, there's an authenticity one liner that just stuck out and it stuck out and it stuck out is you said authenticity is contagious, just like yawning in church. 
It's contagious as yawn in church. Yep. Yeah. That's right. And it's people sense it, right? And and there's one other thing I want to play off because you said likability. And I'm a big Shark Tank fanatic. I absolutely I'll watch reruns of Shark Tank. I already know it's gonna happen, but I just try to learn <laughs> something like like I'm gonna learn something new. I've watched the episode 10 times already. But it's interesting because every now and then you'll get a shark that will open up. Mm-hmm. especially after they make a deal oh, yeah. and they will say, you know what? I really liked that person. The presentation was awesome, but there's something about that person that I like, which goes in hand in hand with what you were just saying. Oh yeah. I mean, of course. And when I watch shark tank, all oh, I'm, I'm totally judging authenticity. I just watched one a couple of weeks ago where, I mean, even my husband said the word, right? Like he's just really authentic. He was exposing things you wouldn't expect. He was, you know, um, he was using all the characteristics that, that I define as authenticity. And it was like one of those where they really weren't leaning on giving him a deal because of the product and they gave him a deal and, you know, authenticity just always seems to win. Yeah, absolutely. And that, you know, it just goes back and reading Jim Collins book again right now and, um, beyond entrepreneurship, which is really brilliant, but he, at the beginning of that whole book on business strategy and, and execution and all this stuff, he said, we need to put the right chapter at the beginning of this book. And it was all about people. And, you know, and, and it's like, in his advice was get the people right before you get the product, right? The product, all of that's going to change, get people you can trust on your team. And I see that perspective. You know, if we look at these relationships, we are developing, especially in complex sales environments. And a lot of our listeners are in complex sales environments where consensus is required. It, it's the people side of it that is the ball game here, not the product. Product's going to evolve. Product's going to have pro- problems. So I love it. This book, by the way, is is, is pure dynamite. And if you're uh, watching, you can see me holding up the book. You do you-ish. Unleash <laughs> your authentic superpowers. And uh, I can tell this one is already getting dog-eared. And uh, it's already getting post-it notes in it. But I put a post-it note on this uh, graphic here because I thought this was in this book, you share six principles of strategic authenticity, strategic authenticity. Those are two words you don't always hear together, right? You think strategy. Sounds kind of dirty, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Unpack strategic authenticity. Yeah. I mean, I say it sounds kind of dirty, right? Because we've all been sort of subscribe to this, you know, authenticity as a permission and it's simply being yourself. And, and then, you know, we say, oh yeah, I want that in work. And then we subscribe to that definition. And then we sort of think about reality in the workplace. We're like, oh yeah, though, that doesn't, the, the two don't collide. And, you know, for me, you know, the story goes back to when I left corporate America, the number one thread that kept coming through was we're going to miss your authentic leadership. And that was the first time that um, I'd really been pinned with that badge. It's not that I was like, oh, my God, me authentic. Like, no, I knew I was a fairly authentic person. But I had also had these times in my career where I kept thinking, like, why? Almost guilty. This is going to sound a little bit annoying. But, like, why are things so much easier for me? And, and when I say easy, they weren't easy, right? Like I worked hard and I, you know, I had to put in my time and effort, but I would see a lot of my peers, at least my perception was they were sacrificing a lot more. They were flying on planes more. They were moving their family to different locations, right? Across the country to take a job. And 
I felt like I just kept having success both in my career and of course in my results um, without quite as much sacrifice. So when I, when I got that feedback, when I was retiring from corporate, I sort of was like, wait, was that it? Like, was that the thing? Was it, was it really that easy? I literally, I mean, I'm not yeah. making this stuff up. And so, you know, that sort of started me on my voyage and started Be Authentic Inc. And as I started the last couple of years, you know, of course, then I got excited. Okay, if that's the thing, like, that's what I'm going to teach and preach, right? Mm -hmm. And then I hit that wall. I was like, well, how do you teach and preach, though? Like, being yourself. That's, but I had always known, like, I didn't walk into work like I'd walk into Joe's pool party, right? Like, I didn't, like, that's not how I operated. Like, I knew I was more nuanced. I knew I was very sort of genuine and approachable, but I also had this badass side to me. And as I thought about other people that I consider authentic, I also knew it was more nuanced, right? Like there was something, but when we see it, we know it, right? We just mm -hmm. have those aha moments. And so as I started to think about, you know, what is it? You know, I went to the Greek definition of the word, as us good fake Greeks do. And <laughs> the, the definite, my maiden name's Davis. I mean, I'm, if, I'm not Greek. If, if you're watching this visually, you, you're like, oh no, it's not just the Greek that got, you know, that came in, came in from vacation and, uh, you know, made another Greek. Um, no, I married one. But what I realized, the, the definition, the Greek definition is authentikos, which means to be genuine, but it also means to be original mm. and authoritative. And when I saw that, it was like, it was like the permission or the checkbox, like, no, you're on the right track, Aaron, you, your hypothesis that authenticity is much more, it's a richer, more nuanced concept, and mm -hmm. powerful concept is on. And so from there, I said, well, okay, nobody's really, though, defined it in practical purposes, right? Like, we know, when we see it, we know, like, what's not authentic. And so from there, I said, okay, let me figure out what is, what do I think those principles are? And as I was going through that process and, and you've written a book, you understand like part of the value is like you start that thing, you don't know everything you're gonna say. And as I was writing yeah. it, I had another epiphany. And the epiphany was, wait, I didn't just give myself permission to be authentic. I had actually used authenticity as my secret weapon. Like mm. I had used it strategically and, and back in the corporate days before I had this epiphany, it was, it was subconscious, right? It was just a matter of, I kept having data points where I was like, oh, when I tell the guy that, that I'm negotiating this huge contract on that part of the reason, part of what I want is to get the full-time CEO position and I got a great deal, like, right, you just keep doing it, right? When you start to get data points that, um, you know, going into a quarterly business review and starting with a story instead of the same old BS that all your counterparts and that your leader actually listened to you more, like we just keep doing it. And so I had this realization that authenticity isn't just some passive of like free will and latida, like let it ride permission. It's actually something that you can use strategically, not not fake, right? Because then mm -hmm. we're right, like I'm not saying you manufacture it, but if you can understand what it is, and that's why I put these six principles behind it, you can actually use it as a strategy. And that's and that's why I call it strategic authenticity. I promise it's not. It's not dirty, but, um, you know, I really, after just so much messy curation, realized that the humans, which is the acronym that, that supports the six uh, strategies, was something now that I figured out, okay, now I have this, now I can teach against mm. this and help others use authenticity as their strategy. 
God, there's, I, I thank you for sharing and, and at listening to what you were saying, Aaron, it just, I have flashes of this in my head and I'm a big believer in this, that authenticity, I've said it time and time again, is a lifestyle. It's not a light switch. You know, I, yep. I talk a lot about the secret sauce, the secret sauce that we have inside of us. We just have to uncover what that secret sauce is and um, call it a sixth sense. You know, th this isn't doctorate level stuff, but people can sense it. Mm -hmm. People can sense when you're being the real deal when you're being genuine when you're being original. I love the, you know, how you brought the Greek saying into it, you know, after doing some research on it about being original, being genuine, being real. It, mm -hmm. It's, it's not something you wake up in the morning and Aaron says, Hey, you know what? I think I'm going to try this awesome authenticity thing today. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and see what happens. It, it's, I think it's ingrained in all of us. It's what we choose to do with it. Yeah. I, although I will say that I do think there's some kind, and when I say not try this authenticity thing, but you know, much of what I, I teach in the book, as you know, is like, it, there are little experiments though, especially mm -hmm. when you're talking about the workplace. And, you know, what I always say is authenticity, when you start to become authentic, you, you unlock this power that's like dormant inside of you and, and also inside of others. And, and so sometimes the unlocking, right? So an example would be your LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying yours, but 99.9% .9 of America's is a bunch of business buzzword BS. And they're doing it because they think those are the rules. And they also that like the HR sausage factory won't let them in if they don't have it written right. It, it, but at the same time, like what a great place to start actively practicing principles of authenticity and, and experimenting. And like I said, like, I don't like to change people. I like to change their addiction. So just trying, you know, I've had so many clients where they just, they don't change their whole profile, but they change like the about or the header and they make it, maybe it's not, you know, full on Aaron sort of authenticity, but they use some of the principles and they mm -hmm. use a little bit yep. of humility or they quite frankly, talk like a human. And then all of a sudden, you know, they'll, they'll have somebody that connects with them that they never would have had connect and they start to get addicted to it. So, you know, I, I agree and I disagree, Larry, in that, you know, yes, you don't wake up one day. I, I totally agree. It's a lifestyle. I love that. But I also think, especially in the workplace, especially people in the traditional workplace, that, um, there is just like anything else, there's experiments and there's practicing, yeah. there's data collection mm -hmm. with, with the results that you get from it. That is, it's how you start to get to the other side of the rainbow and start to use authenticity as your actual, uh, secret weapon to success. I love it. I love it. And this, um, you know, I can't believe we're already bouncing up against the, the end of our conversation today. This is, uh, I have a feeling that Aaron is going to be a repeat guest on the Selling from the Heart podcast over the years. You are a true kindred spirit. And this is this is so this has been so um, valuable and inspiring. And that's what you know, what I like about the book. And this is, you know, I'm going to give a sh another shameless plug for this <laughs> book, because what you do is you actually coach us through how to navigate the nuances of authenticity in a professional role and um, you know, I just, I want to say that these six principles and the way that you lead us through, I mean, this, this is the kind of thing that I think as sales professionals, this is a book that should sit on your desk for six months and like work through it and do it again and again and again. Um, because 
we talk a lot about authenticity, but you've actually looked at applying it. And uh, I think that the way you've done it is masterful. And, and I just, I'm great. This is a true gift. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And, and (laughs) if you, if you read it and if you finish it, or I think it's like chapter 27 of 29, you can find out if you want to be an a-hole and if you want to be an (laughs) a-hole, guess what you get? You get a, your own personalized manifesto from me delivered via bomb bomb. How is that for integrated marketing? Beautiful. <laughs> that was... couldn't have made it any better. So, hey, Ethan, hey, Ethan and Steve, if you're watching this or listening to it, did you just check that out just now? Her bank account number is. That's right. I would, uh, I'd love to pretend that we planned any of this, <laughs> but being fully authentic and transparent, we're we just did not. All, uh, the we're pr- all just pr- principle number two is unexpected, right? That's right. Expect That's right. the unexpected. Yep. Well, Aaron, uh, once again, just thank you. You are a uh, true inspiration and not only inspiration, but actually like a, a resource, practical and all of that. And uh, I just, I really appreciate your transparency and authenticity here today. It's been beautiful. Oh, thank you guys. I love what you do. I'm also really proud that I didn't make any, you know, Daryl and my brother, Larry jokes. I'm sure nobody's done that yeah. either. So like you've never heard it before. I know, right? <laughs> No, you guys, thank you so much. I love, I love your mission. I love everything you're doing. I think you guys totally practice what you're preaching. It's my honor to be on. Uh, you're awesome. Fantastic. Thank you. You're a true friend of selling from the heart. It's good. Well, Larry, uh, oh here we gosh. are at the end of an incredible, incredible. Uh, I feel like we just opened the lid on a treasure trove of uh, great stuff here. That's going to be so helpful and meaningful to our community. Um, not, not just to us as well. Uh, this is, this is pure dynamite. Um, what do, what are we going to challenge everybody with this week? I, I, I would say, I would say this, you know, I, I'm a big, I've learned this one from you, Daryl, right? And you're the most technologically sound guy I know, but I learned it from you. Go back, grab a sheet of paper and a pen and jot a couple things down. You know, it, Aaron talked about, you know, her research on the word authenticity, Mm-hmm. And it was about being genuine, right? Being original. So just, you know, go back through the podcast, listen to this. What does it mean to be genuine? What does it mean to be an original? Mm-hmm. Define original and define being genuine in the role that you're in right now. And then apply that to how you're interacting with your clients, your prospects, and out in your marketplace. Yeah. And I think, you know, I really love the Greek definition of authentikos because A, it sounds cool. But second of all, you know, it, it means you are an original. And one of the best ways to uncover and unpack that in the context of sales, uh, just a tip of the hat to you, Larry, for putting together the Selling from the Heart Self-Reflection Journal. Um, I encourage you to grab that. You can find it on the resource page of our website. Just text the word heart to 21,000. Um, or go to sellingfromtheheart.net, click on the resources page. You'll find the uh, journal there along with a lot of other very valuable things. But going through and really understanding, unpacking over time, this is, this doesn't just happen in you know 15 minutes, happens over time, but bringing your original true self to, the, to your clients, to your prospects, that's going to be uh, an incredible gift of authenticity. And uh, wow, just great, Larry. I'm so excited about all that's going on. 
Uh, thanks again to our friends at BombBomb. Thank you to uh, our friends at the Outbound Conference. We're looking forward to seeing everyone there. Use the code HEART100. Get $100 off your ticket. And until next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, discover your originality, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.